Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shifted Radio. I'm Mike. Today we have a few special guests with us. First off, we got my brother Dan, and then we have Owen and Roman Marcotte from Alaska. They operate the Instagram handle Roman James Marcotte. You might have seen them this past weekend when they were featured during the NHL Skills competition. The video of Roman doing stick handling in his front yard on his outdoor rink. His dad, Owen, is the one filming. Now, he has put out a lot of Instagram content and videos that have gone viral. And we thought we'd get to know him and see what he's about since he's an eight-year-old kid inspiring many people across the world to play hockey. First up, we have our brother, Dan. Dan, thanks for joining us. Hey, Mike. Good to be here. How's it going today? Doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And now we have Roman and Owen Marcotte, all the way from Alaska. How you guys doing? Good. We're doing yes. excellent. Thanks so much. What's, What's up, up, guys? guys? How you guys doing? I'm doing great today. Thank you very much. Our team just got a big win, so... Yeah, as did we, enjoying uh, enjoying the festivities that are that come with Super Bowl Sunday. You know, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. How are you guys doing today? What time? First of all, what time? What's the time difference here? Let's let everyone know the time difference so that they can kind of get a little bit of context as to what's going on right now. For me, it's 10 p.m. at night. Where, Dan? Where are you at? Um, I'm in the south. It's about four four o'clock p.m. for me. Yeah, right now in Alaska, it's uh, it's twelve o'clock noon. Um, so it's oh. we're we're just going to have some brunch right now. <laughs> oh, nice! Ah, man, I love brunch. Brunch is the favorite meal ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's awesome. Thank well, thank you guys for for joining us. We gave the listeners uh, a very Cole's Notes version of you guys who you are. Uh, we'll get a little into how we connected, but. Why don't we let you guys uh, just talk a little bit about who you guys are, where you're from, and give us a little bit of a, a bio on you guys so that our listeners can kind of get familiar with you. Sure. Yeah, we can totally do that. And uh, Roman will chime in here, too, if I get <laughs> it. facts incorrect. Right, buddy? <laughs> so we, uh, we moved up to Alaska from the lower 48 in 2012. Um, as a, as a family, uh, Roman's got a little sister. She's five years old. And uh, we came up to Alaska for work, uh, working in the oil and gas uh, industry. And um, and ultimately, huge, huge, huge hockey fans. And Alaska has a great culture for hockey. Um, unfortunately, we lost the Alaska Aces this year due to some economy downswings. But um, there's fantastic minor hockey up here. There's two NCAA Division One teams, the uh, the Sea Wolves and the Nanooks, so in Anchorage and up in Fairbanks, um, and there's there's just a lot of of hockey up here. It's I've always kind of said Alaska feels like a combination between the United States and Canada because it's so separated from the Lower Forty Eight. Yet it's uh it just seems to have that different kind of feel. Um, Roman and I started skating together uh, when he was about two and a half years old. We um we approached one of the local rinks here and and ask them about their rates and kind of explain to the rink manager what I want to do with Roman. I just, you know, doing some morning skates with them occasionally. And 
and the rink manager, he kind of fell in love with Roman. He's only two and a half at the time, and he's an older gentleman, kind of a, a, a grisly old guy sometimes. He's a Vietnam vet, but he's got wow. quite the soft side, and, and he just really fell in love with Roman. His, uh, his booth is full of pictures of the little guy, and, and he's literally hooked us up with ice uh, whenever it comes available. I mean, there'll be mornings where he'll text me at 5 a.m. and say, hey, you guys want to skate today? And, and I'll, just, <laughs> I'll grab Roman and be like, hey, buddy, we got ice, and he'll jump right out of bed. And, and we've, we've been skating at that rink. It's, um, it's changed from the Tesoro Center to the Subway Center. Now it's the O'Malley Center. Uh, it's changed hands, you know, just for different ownership. But we've skated there three mornings a week since Roman was two and a half year-round. We've never missed a practice. It's kind of crazy. That is incredible. Shout out, shout out to that guy really quick. Yeah. Roman, an opportunity and you guys an opportunity to skate it whenever you can, whenever you want to. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's definitely been instrumental to our ice time. I mean, he really oh, has. And, oh, when we don't have morning skate at, um, our home rink, we go to UAA. Okay. Nice. There's also, um, the University of Alaska Anchorage practice rink. They're open every morning from 630 to 830 for uh like they they call it public skating and there's typically only three or four figure skaters there practicing so roman and i will go out there and just just skate you can't have sticks or pucks but it's a it's a good opportunity for us to just kind of work on you know edge work play a little bit of tag goof around and and uh we usually skate for about 35 to 45 minutes those mornings and then do about a half an hour of dry land stuff where we do our wobble board and stick handling and and UAA, the uh, the university there, that's that's um they have a whole section where they do dry land training, so we get to use some of their their stick handling obstacles and stuff like that. It's all available. So cool. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of mornings here. There's there's a lot of ice in Alaska if you if you look for it. I mean, it's yeah. Awesome. Maybe pick up maybe pick up a few things from the figure skaters. Also, I know the the NHL <laughs> teams are starting to to rely on that trend. Also, or they have been for a few years now. So. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's um, there's one figure skating coach here who does a lot of work with um, with the hockey guys. Because I mean that the figure skaters, I tell you, if anybody can use their edges, those 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 folks can. Oh yeah, very good. Yeah, absolutely. I probably could have used a few extra of those lessons when I was uh, Roman's age, and, and <laughs> <laughs> it would have would have helped uh, monumentally a little bit sooner. So I mean, good for you guys for getting on that early. <laughs> yeah. But that's amazing. What a what a story. I mean, two and a half years old, going out hustling like that, looking for just a place to skate. And kudos to the, the fine gentleman who was running that rink who, who hooked it up for you guys. And uh, I'm sure you guys appreciate that, uh, even if it's really early mornings. Uh, talk to me about how how that has been, um, you know, with the schedule. I mean, I'm sure now he's in school uh, and you with work. Uh, how's that been getting out onto the ice uh, in the early mornings? Like, is it a problem for Roman to get up or for, you know, for everything, the the whole scheduling of it all? It's really hard to get up. Being a <laughs> tired, really tired sometimes. Being sometimes I stay up a little late. And um, my sister, my, my sister's, um, my sister wakes me up, pinches me and does everything like that. So I, I can't really fall asleep. <laughs> you know honestly there's 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 mornings where roman's a little groggy and and we will tailor practices around how he's feeling you know if mm. he's if he's not feeling super peppy and into it we'll just play a little bit of keep away and keep it really fun you know mm -hmm. nice but but right now you know with with 
you know, cause he's in elementary school, elementary school doesn't start until eight fifty in the morning. So um, when we jump on the ice at, at 6am, we're off the ice by seven, we're home by seven thirty. I have, you know, plenty of time to get his lunch ready and get him out the door for, for school. And then, you know, I, fortunately the, the company I work for um, loves Roman as well. They think what he does <laughs> hockey is phenomenal and, and they afford me the flexibility to roll into work at, you know, nine fifteen or nine twenty is, you know, as long as I get my hours in, you know, my billable hours a week, but for sure. Um, um, but really there are mornings where, where, you know, he's tired and there's, there's afternoons where he gets home from school and he just wants to have a nap or just rest. And um, I've definitely seen the, a, a pretty significant change from when he was in kindergarten to now. Um, I think the kindergarten transition for him was pretty tough because when he was in daycare, they would nap during the midday, you know, so he would get that nap. Um, but once you start school, they don't nap. So um, his kindergarten and first grade, I think it, it, it definitely was taxing. I think um, there would be afternoons where we'd pick him up and he would fall asleep on the car on the drive home. And, and he would literally sleep from four thirty until the next morning. He would sleep all, all evening. <laughs> but wow. But I think the older he's, the older he gets now, and, and the fact that it's just kind of become our routine. I mean, it's it's he doesn't really know anything else, <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, it's done, and and he's definitely even his teachers now are saying that he's a lot more alert and awake in class. And we get him to his team practices after school, and he's he's fired up and skating well. And then he has a good dinner and and goes to sleep. So I mean, it's 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 getting better in my opinion. You know, it's his his ability. For sure. to, to cope with the early mornings but you know it, he's also a little bit spoiled i'll i'll pick him up out of bed until he gets too big and i'll carry him out to the coach <laughs> wrap him up in a blanket throw his clothes in the dryer and he gets to put on nice warm clothes and yeah yeah just, <laughs> just like just like a great hockey parent does right <laughs> that part doesn't happen where he puts my clothes in the dryer anymore oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a, that's amazing. Like the, the routine, uh, the more I'm, I'm reading and learning about, you know, wellness on a whole level. Um, I'm, I'm learning how people that are truly like centered, they have like this, this morning routine and, and all this stuff that they use that kind of gets them in the zone for the day. And and I'm, I'm getting the feeling that that's kind of like your routine that gets you, guys in the zone for the rest of the day because i mean and getting on the ice is 6 a.m and you still have the entire day yes to go after you get off the ice at seven so how how is it to perform the rest of the day knowing that you've accomplished already so much by 7 a.m like how how do you feel going into the rest of the day um i, I i'm not sure how well roman will be able to speak to that but for me personally <laughs> um you know i i find it's it's very satisfying to know, you know, you've been up and, and you've put a solid hour of work in, you know, exercising, mm -hmm. you know, whether you're getting up to go for a run or you're getting up to go to the gym to lift weights or whether you're getting up to go to the rink to skate. Um, I think getting up in the morning and being productive just sets the tone for a productive day, you know, and I, and I, I kind of believe that, you know, you establish that pattern or that habit with young kids at an early age regardless of where they go with sport or, or how long they pursue it, it just kind of sets the, the tone and, and it really establishes that habit 
and will ultimately, in my opinion, lead to success down the line, either, you know, academically, athletically, or just life in general, in my opinion. I think, you know, being productive in the morning is, is critical to a successful life. For sure, for sure. Dan, do you have some some thoughts, uh, you know, coming from, from the college route? Uh, you would have probably had to get up pretty early uh, for like 6 a.m. workouts and stuff like that. So, you know, what what are you, what's your take on that? Oh, yeah, that definitely uh, got some discipline in uh, those early mornings, yeah. and, you know, getting up when the, the sun's not even out yet and walking uh, through the snow to, uh, to, to, to get into the gym on time. And you definitely, you know, as Owen said, you definitely feel a lot more accomplished when you're you're going to eight or 9 a.m. class having already, you know, worked out and got some valuable hours in. Um, and, you know, you're feeling a lot better about yourself and, and just, just way more. Once you get into that routine, you know, your energy levels start to spike throughout that time of the day. Um, it's all, it also helps you sleep a lot better at night, you know, knowing that hey, you can rest your head on, on the day and, and be that, you know, you've, you've exerted a certain amount of energy and you're able to, to do what you have to do. So. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I found that going through pro, um, you know, you have some days which are typically harder than others and you guys, and, and we practice uh, a little bit harder or longer, or we do more one V one stuff and battle stuff, or we skate, you know, after practice and especially, you know, closer to the early part of the season and training camp and you leave the rink and you feel a sense of like, uh, satisfaction you know you knowing that it was really hard but you put in a lot of effort and a lot of work and you can go about the rest of the day kind of with that feeling of like you know hey okay what else can I do today and you know it really got taken to another level once uh, you know I just had we just had our first kid uh, this summer and when knowing you know you have to get up and you have to answer the bell you know and no one else is coming to help uh, with this kid you just, it's all on you uh, I can definitely see how it's transformed and it's, it's making the morning, the mornings earlier, but it's making my days actually much more productive because I feel a greater sense of accomplishment by, you know, 7.30 AM or 8 AM or whatever, whatever the time it is. Um, so that's really, that's really been nice. So, uh, so what, what year was this that you, that you started? So he's born probably in 09, you see, I think. Yeah, he's born November 23rd, 2009. This year, his birthday actually fell on Thanksgiving, at least in the United States. Oh, yeah. And uh, we started, um, I mean, he he stepped on skates for the first time. I think it was October of 2012. So, but, wow. but wow. consistent, well, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. It was like 2011. He was just over, oh. just over a year and a half, two years old. Um, but consistently working with the rink, we started working September of 2012 is when we consistently started working with the rink. Okay. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's a phenomenal rink. It's got two nice sheets of ice and, and really they, um, the way they work it is they rent out half sheets. So you'll get, you know, the, the center line all the way in through the, yeah. Yeah. So you're sharing it with another coach. Um, that's all right. That's good though. I mean, it, it affords, yeah. yeah. Coach is my dad. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. So let's talk about like this this Instagram thing that you guys have going on. I mean, many many people are probably just getting familiar with you. Uh, I think we became familiar with you guys in. Oh, I want to say it was maybe March or April last year, or maybe even February, we started to take notice of you guys. And that's when we started making more of a push uh, on social media and, you know, getting more acquainted with what was going on. But 
you know, we took notice of you guys and now you guys are, I think you guys are at 30,000, just over 30,000 followers. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people will think that they, you know, they see you now and they think like, Oh, this kind of happened overnight, but really like, what was it like in the initial part? Like when you were doing this early on, uh, like it, it probably, it took a while for, you know, a lot more buzz to come about, but like, what was it like? Like, when did you guys start posting and how, how did that all work? Um, you know, to be a hundred percent honest, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think we, I think we started September of 2016 is when we posted our first video on Instagram. Um, and, and honestly, the reason that we had set up Instagram was to literally keep just a video log of Roman's progression. Uh, I guess I was a little bit naive to the social media, um, uh, the audience that it could potentially impact. I had no idea that it was as public as it was, you know, you, you, you keep a, a profile as public and it literally is, is open to <laughs> anyone on Instagram to see. And, and I really didn't understand the magnitude of what hashtags could do or people searching hashtags or that kind of thing. And, um, honestly, the, the initial intent was just to create a video log so we could track progression and say, okay, how is he doing, you know, C cuts last year or how is he doing positions last year? And we could scroll through and look. Um, and, and honestly, I think it was like his fourth post, um, hockey pro training, uh, Matt from Saskatchewan mm -hmm. reposted on his, on his page and, and it went over a hundred thousand views. And, and that's where Roman's kind of popularity at, at least, to a to an extent started taking off and mm -hmm. and then we had folks reaching out to sponsor us like sniper hockey canada was was interested in providing him hockey sticks and, yeah and uh you know just just small stuff like that and it's there's there's no monetary to it other than the fact that i don't have to buy hockey sticks for him anymore but which which is a considerable help for sure they just send us hockey sticks exactly by sending us hockey sticks i can spend more money on ice <laughs> exactly every little bit every little bit helps and uh, yeah. the more, the more we're learning about this social media, like this is a, it's an incredible tool. Um, and you know, it's you know, obviously it's funny to look back at it now for you guys that you kind of stumbled upon, uh, all of this, but the, like it wouldn't have happened if you guys weren't being so consistent and whether you knew it or not, you were documenting the process. And a, a big thing that I note, uh, when I follow your account and the way I've been following you guys is, um, I wish I would have had something like this or this type of technology that I could have seen, you know, my whole progression throughout sport. And it would have been amazing, you know, to have this amount of, of data and this amount of video to go back and see like, okay, what was I doing here? What was I doing here? You know, quite honestly, uh, it's, it's a struggle for me to even, you know, get videos of when I was playing in the NHL. Like it's, there's just, it's just a lot harder from, from back then. And now there's a lot of tools to, to see and, you know, to be able to document this process the, the whole way through. Um, the process is my favorite part. It's the, it's the best part. It's, it's what you, it's what we look forward to as athletes. I think um, every day, it's not about, you know, it, it's what you do away from what's happening um, like in the games that really gets you to be prepared for the games. And if I had a, a way of tracking that and documenting that, like when I was a kid, it would have been awesome to be able to go back to it now and say, look how far I've come. So I can show my kids or, you know, my great, my grandkids or whatever the case is, or just, just to look back and see like, wow, like, 
look at the perspectives uh, I've gained, look where I've come from. So like, well, how, how has that, how's that been like to be able to document that process? Like, do you guys, do you, have you thought about that? Given any thought to that? You know, honestly, it was, that's the first time I've heard someone say you're documenting the process and, and it, that's, that's just kind of reinforcing now, you know, what everything we're doing. Um, I, I think that's a, a fantastic and accurate way to look at it. Um, really, uh, it's, you're, you're a hundred percent correct. Um, even when I was growing up, we didn't have smartphones. I, I feel like I'm extremely video and, and picture happy nowadays. Every, every little thing I want to stop and take a picture of, you know, because you have a, a camera with unlimited data sitting in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, for, uh, documenting the process for me personally is, is wonderful. Roman will, will have gains and when he looks back at it someday, but it's also, it's also, in, in my opinion, you need to, to control it to a certain extent, at least the, the social media aspect, especially with a little kid. Because mm-hmm. um, really, Roman wasn't extremely aware of his social media profile until his video was on the NHL skills competition, because that's where all of his friends actually seen him. Yeah. A lot of it is his eight and nine year old friends. They don't have Instagram. They don't have smartphones and they're not seeing the, the hockey news feeds popping up. So that was the first time it was really in his face. Every rink that we went to, they were like, hey, Roman, we've seen you on TV. And, <laughs> and he was just kind of like, what? You know, and, and <laughs> just kind of really kind of getting the magnitude of it at that point. And, and outside of documenting the process, I need to, as a parent, be really cautious For on sure. how much he's exposed to it. And, and oh, wow, this got a million views. You know, mm-hmm. I, I you need to stay humble and, and it's at a young age, you can, you can start becoming, you know, arrogant or cocky or, or any of those qualities you don't want to have can start at a young age. And, and that's the last thing I want this, this social media thing to have an impact like that on Roman, you know, for sure. And, and we, I mean, we've met you guys now and we were fortunate enough to uh, meet up in, in April, I think, or May when you guys came for that tournament in Toronto. But uh, yeah. I know for sure, firsthand that you guys are tremendously humble people and and i i don't see that happening i mean i think that when the the leader of the pack is strong as you are and and we'll get back we'll get into that a little bit more but when the leader of the pack is strong like the rest of the pack will be quite strong as well and and i think that watching it and knowing your role as dad you have to be you know protective of the kids and you're doing you always want to do the right things, but I think you've done a really tremendous job and you should be commended for all that you've been doing in like helping this kid do the right things. Because in, in Instagram nowadays, it's, it's a, a lot of like, it's just kind of fluff to be quite honest with you. And there's a lot of just fluff happening. And especially in the, in the Instagram hockey world, it's a lot about, uh, you know, this looks cool. That looks cool, but it, it's, less practical than it should be and what your account does and what why i love watching what you guys do is it's so practical it's so much of the stuff that you actually do need and quite honestly all these drills are drills that i either have done or would do or would teach like what i'm teaching kids and and i know that you guys have been going through accounts and watching and i think you guys are doing a fantastic job of doing that and you're diversifying what's going on and it, it's what's led to you guys being uh, tremendously popular, first of all, but it's also led to like his skill level being quite good for, for a young kid. And uh, I mean, that's, 
that's for sure one of the things. Dan, you have anything to add on that? Yeah, no, you know what? I was just about to say the, the exact same thing. His movement patterns and all that kind of stuff, it, it looks it looks very good because it's not exactly sequential. He's not just kind of looking at Instagram videos and saying, okay, I'm going to put up a bunch of, you know, you guys aren't just posting a bunch of, you know, trick shot videos or stick handling. It, it's very functional movements that he's going to take with him his entire career, whether it be, you know, in hockey or, or other sports, whatever he chooses to pursue. Um, and I know that that stems from, you know, you know, dad's background and in, uh, in track, I believe. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. 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 Track. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Obviously you, uh, you know, you grew up with a, a very sustainable um, athletic background and it, it really looks, seems to me that Roman is, is benefiting from, from that, uh, those attributes. And, you know, he's looking to, to put those things in. You guys have a very smart plan of attack, which, which I admire as well as, you know, the same thing that Mike said, I, I watching it back, you know, it, it seems like he's doing the things that are, that are happening more and more in games. And I actually wanted to ask Roman about that. Um, you know, if he's, uh, if he's watching hockey, you know, games and not just, you know, YouTube clips or, Instagram videos, but if he's actually watching games and Roman, buddy, I got to ask you what your favorite part of actual hockey games are when you're watching them. Um, I like how lots of hockey players skate hard, and I just, I just copy what they do, and um, I just get <laughs> cool. Cool. No, I, I respect it. I'm and not the could... one that really watches the games because um, I usually play with my friends at um, school and other things. My dad watches these hockey games and, like, teaches me all these stuff that um, you guys do and maybe, like, some other NHL players do or other other people do. Excellent. And I, my dad just teaches me it, and I just get it. That's efficiency right there. That is efficiency. That's a, you know, the, the middleman is, is very smart, and that, you know, it's it springs everybody else to be that much smarter, too. Yeah, that's... His attention span right now for hockey games is pretty limited. You know, he'll come in and he'll sit down and he'll watch for five to ten minutes and then he'll run and go play with his Legos. Or Oh, or, yeah, which is fine. You know, to, to get him to sit in front of a game the entire time. And, and even when we go to watch the Alaska uh, Seawolves play, the, the NCAA team up here, um, his team is usually all there and they're running around through the bleachers and just <laughs> having a ball. and, and uh, Being kids. Yeah. Being exactly being kids, it's it's like I can't I can't force him to sit down and watch a hockey game if he exactly. wants to play. I mean, it's just it's not practical, right? And no, and but but I really like what you said about um, you know our systematic approach um, because really we do a lot of the same drills with with changing you know the the difficulty levels a little bit, but ultimately just working on the same stuff over and over and over again. And right. we'll we'll change it up. We'll make it a little exciting. We'll you know. It's, but there's really, there's no secret recipe in my opinion. You just have to put the work in, and you, but you also have to work on the right things and work on them correctly. And, and, and you, so my dad teaches me all this stuff, and I just get it like really fast. <laughs> that's it. That's called an anomaly. <laughs> you know, funny, I remember we were out there. He might have been four and a half years old, and he skated towards the boards, and he just stopped. And we hadn't even talked about hockey stops yet, and he just stopped. And I, I don't know if he had seen me do it or what, but uh, I mean, I, we, I was like, oh, okay, well, we can skip that lesson. Yeah, <laughs> trial by fire. I mean, if Instinct. he didn't stop, he was going to hit the board. So I mean, he had to. Right. <laughs> There's no Luis Mendoza from the Mighty Ducks. Right. <laughs> 
before she could even skate, she didn't even know how to stop. So every time she went to go really fast, she was going to slam. I thought she was going to slam on the brakes um, to on to the wall. Next thing you know, she came flying and she hits her face, her whole body, and she falls. Oh, so, <laughs> hey, so you were just being a big brother and showing her how to, uh, a good big brother and showing her how to stop and avoid that well, fall next time, right? Well, yeah. she just, she just got it like, like how I did. She like, literally just got it. Like, I don't know how she got it down, but. Yeah, she's she's gonna be a good little skater too. She um, I definitely don't. I definitely uh, uh, believe that for sure. <laughs> watching, <laughs> but um, you know, it's funny. We um, we had a, an interview. This is kind of this is kind of new for me and Roman personally. Um, we had an interview with the radio station from from Pittsburgh because you know a lot of Roman's videos. He's wearing the Sidney Crosby jersey. Mm-hmm. We did a quick uh, uh, FaceTime interview with them and. And they asked Roman what he wanted to be when he grew up. And, and I thought this was, I mean, we didn't know what questions they were going to ask. It was all pretty much improv and, and just kind of speaking from what we do. And I, I honestly assumed Roman was going to say play in the NHL. And, and when they asked him, he said, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a coach and teach little kids how to skate. Wow. And, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was pretty special, you know, because there's, there's so many different opportunities in this sport than just going to the NHL, you know. Yeah. And I think – you know they're like oh well, you know they make the negative comments about me being like trying to live dreams through through my son and whatnot but ultimately it's been a it's been an amazing bonding experience whether we're sitting there practicing guitar together or skating together and um and really it's it's going to open more doors than just the nhl yeah absolutely well i i I think uh truthfully roman gave with that answer about the coaching kids I, i really think that that's a that's a the ultimate compliment to you because he's just looking at you seeing what you're doing. And I, th- I think he just is basically saying like, I want to be like my dad. Yeah. Truthfully. Gonna say, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's just what he wants to say because I think he knows that he just, just like you said, the bonding experience. And, you know, like I think he just really appreciates that uh, whether he'll tell you or not, but I'm sure he loves it. Like when you guys are on the ice, uh, you know, he, he's getting to learn the lessons from, from you and and sure you're doing a a great job of it but uh yeah that's that's a pretty good compliment um another point to uh to having all these you know the the opportunities come from from social media that that's just the way the world is going and and the more i'm learning and the more we're learning here uh as shifted the more the more we're seeing how uh this matters um whether we like to admit it or not, like the social media aspect is definitely uh, something that's going to be super, super important. Uh, I know for myself um, that either people are looking at me or I'm looking at other people and I'm looking at, you know, if I want to know who someone is or what they're about, I go directly to Instagram or LinkedIn and I just look right at their profile. And that's, that's pretty much like their resume to me. You know, like I don't, I I don't want to see, your your hand typed uh, resume. I mean, I'm sure it's it's good. You can write whatever you want, but I want to see what you're doing on a day to day basis, and that's going to give me a greater indication of exactly who you are. Yeah, it's uh, you know, personal recon. <laughs> yeah. I 
think everyone should have an Instagram profile. That, there, there's the quote of the day. We need that for sure. Everyone should. Have, it's you know what, buddy? You're absolutely right. Everyone should. And uh, I, I mean, it's it, it's just important for people to know who you are because we, we can't we can't avoid it. You know, everyone will say. Um, a lot of people will say, like, you know, social media is you know, the doom of our society. Really, I, I don't believe that to be true. I just think it's it's just different. Like, we're there's less privacy, but truthfully, I think Roman's generation and that generation, they're growing up in this. I, I think they're going to be a lot better people than than we are. Even you know, like they're going to be they're going to be people that are going to actually make a difference. I think just. I just think it's going to go in in total reverse and totally opposite. I think that you know the the generations that are coming are going to genuinely try to make the world better and clean up a lot of the mess that uh, the people even before us have made and the people that currently are making. But uh, I think that you know it it it's going to set up well. I just think we have to understand it a little bit more. And right. you know when you get accounts like yours. Uh, you might not, that might not be your total intention, but you're inspiring people literally globally now uh, to love hockey. And just you're inspiring, you know, people to feel happy. You know, people want to look at your page and see this eight-year-old kid. Are you eight or nine right now? Uh, eight years, eight. two months. Nice, nice. So this eight-year-old kid who just absolutely loves what he does every single day and his dad who just absolutely loves doing that. You know, you're showing people whether they like hockey or not. You're showing people what happiness kind of looks like, and whether you're going out and saying, "Hey, be happy," you're you're not you're not just saying it. You're you're showing it through your actions, and and you're creating more positivity than you know just going out and posting a picture. Say, "Hey, you know, be positive today." How do you guys okay. feel? How do you feel about that? You know, I think uh, I think you you kind of hit the nail on the head with what. Um, what people can do with social media and and like you're saying there's a lot of fluff on instagram right now but i think ultimately when you start looking at the number of people that uh an image or a message you know whether a message whether it's through photo or video can have on people um you're 100 percent right i mean the audience is unlimited and mm -hmm. you know when 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 i look at roman's profile and and some of the feedback we're getting I think one of the one of the most impacting things to me personally is from some of these parents, whether they're in Russia or Canada or anywhere else in the world, and they're saying, hey, my five-year-old son watches Roman's videos every day before he goes to practice, to get <laughs> you know, or, or every day he looks at Roman's videos and says, I want to do that. Or, you know, you have people tagging Roman in videos where they're practicing the same drills he's doing. You know, and, and for me personally, knowing that my eight-year-old son is impacting kids all around the world, that's, I mean, that's, it's pretty powerful, you know? That, yeah. yeah, that's that's amazing. Dan, you want to say something? Sorry. You no, know, I was going to say, speak to, to, to Owen's point of people who may be criticizing you or thinking that you're living vicariously through through Roman and, and really have a, a story that kind of emulates the, the opposite. I know that we had a session like Mike said, we met up in uh, early, almost a year ago now, and um, we had a session with, with Dennis, our trainer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Roman and I just happened to be sitting there, you know, kicking a soccer ball around after his workout. And we were doing some keep-ups, and we were, you know, 
fooling around with a with a tennis racket and playing some some tennis and stuff like just some different sports and it just it was such a uh you know a quick trigger response from from dad you know hey hey dad you know roman would walk over to him hey dad can we play some more soccer when we get home or can we play some more tennis and like without a moment's hesitation and just you know yeah absolutely yeah we can so i'm sure that it's not just a hockey thing with roman you know what i mean whether you guys are playing guitar like you said or or or, you know, any kind of other sport or whatever interests or hobbies that Roman gets into, I'm sure that it's going to be, he's going to be met with the same kind of support, which is definitely adding to his confidence and his, what I would call, you know, swagger when he gets on these videos. He has so much confidence and his ability is going to showcase itself. But I think the reinforcement he's getting um, is, is so huge. And, and, you know, you both, both your kids are, are very very lucky to have uh, to have people like that in their lives for sure. And if you know if he can if he can be that presence for other people and you know that that's his dream you know for his life then that's that's so huge and that that's such a like Mike said it's such a compliment to to your style of parenting and, and the the influence you've had on him. So I just wanted to to make sure make that clear for everybody else who think who's thinking that you know Dad has his his hands in uh, in you know steering roman one way or another you know it's definitely just whatever the kid wants to do that's the way it is right no absolutely yeah no i you know people that that say that you know they whether they don't have kids or or they do uh it kind of doesn't matter um i think there's they're saying it from a place of you know either insecurity or or something or or like that you know like but when you have kids uh, I think you just want to do the best you possibly can for them. And right. whatever that is, uh, that's what you're going to do. You're going to be their shield. You're going to be their sword. You're going to be whatever they need you to be. Uh, that's just kind of the role that you need to have. And if, if you know, inspiring your kid to play hockey or, or facilitating, you know, a, a place or an arena for them to, for them to do what they love, um, if that's uh, living vicariously through your kid, well then sign me up for that in a few years because I'm going to be doing the exact same thing because you just want to do whatever you can for them. Just like my dad did for me, quite honestly. And I would never have even come close to having, you know, the career that I've had um, if it weren't for my dad, uh, you know, my mom and dad actually, um, and my brother, because it was a big sacrifice on his part too, because he was the younger one, and he had to come and, you know, sit through games and and be there, and and then he had to go to his practices. So it was, it, it's a whole family thing, and you know, I'm sure that your wife feels that too. Uh, talk to me about mom. What's mom's perspective on this, Roman? What's what's mom's perspective on all of this? Um, she doesn't really care about hockey. She, <laughs> She, she likes that I play it. She just doesn't really care about it. So, th- th- putting that into a different perspective, <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, keeps grounded. Yeah. To happy, to be happy, and yes, yeah, right? of course. And so, whether he was going to piano lessons, or he was going to hockey practice, or he was going to play um, flag football, um, she ultimately just wants him to be happy. So, um, so the quote unquote doesn't care about hockey is is not in that in that respect. no no we we know we we totally get it because <laughs> mom moms are in charge of keeping the household uh together uh, you know like they're they're the ones that have to do all the stuff that uh all the uh, the stuff that keeps everyone together and keeps everyone happy so we we know we know what mom's role is for sure 
And I mean, you can you can just see that you know the the kids both are happy to be doing whatever they're doing. So I'm sure mom is just thrilled that they're just happy, truthfully. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking on the, the whole family network and family dynamic, um, you know, every, everyone has a part in it from grandparents to siblings to, to, to the immediate parents. Right. And, and, and really, you know, getting the support from Roman's family and, and his sister, we were at the rink yesterday after practice and we were sitting there having some, you know, having a quick snack before we went home. And uh, we were there with one of the other coaches and just kind of talking and, and they were teasing Roman's little sister and, and asked him, I'm sorry, I asked, asked Nadia who her favorite hockey player was, you know, and without hesitation, she said Roman. And I thought, that, <laughs> I thought that was the cutest thing, you know, and, but, but ultimately, you know, to finding the balance to make sure she feels incorporated. Cause right now Roman's getting a lot of attention and mm-hmm. he's only five. And she looks at that like, Oh, this is fantastic. My brother's getting all this, you know, positive attention. But then at the same time, I want to make sure she's not feeling potentially left out or, or in the shadow. Right. So, yeah, so that's why I've been starting to bring her to skate in the morning. She she's she's a little bit opposite of her brother. You poke her in the morning and she sits up like a rocket. She wakes up. At- <laughs> Roman's a little bit more groggy in the morning. He likes to take his time waking up. So when 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 it's time to wake her up in the morning, I don't have to do anything. She gets herself dressed. She's ready to go. And, and she loves <laughs> she loves coming out on the ice. But um, she's never been on the ice a lot. And um, I was like her when I first started getting up in the morning. Um, and now that I'm kind of really tired that I have to get up in the morning, Nadia, Nadia doesn't really skate a lot because she's really, really happy when she gets up and I, I'm, I'm not new to this. I'm, I'm... <laughs> you're seasoned, seasoned, uh, veteran at this. Yeah. So I think, I think what he's trying to say is because she only skates maybe once a week. Um, she's super duper duper excited to go. Whereas, yeah, it's it's his routine. He's used to it, so he's not waking up like, oh wow, we get to skate today. It's it's more of the routine, right? And, yeah, yeah. But no, that's all right. So, uh, oh, and let's talk. Like, what's your background? I know uh, we've talked about this uh, when we we met up, but like, tell people like where you, you went to Dartmouth, correct? Yeah. So, um, just you know, backing up just quickly. Grew up in rural Nova Scotia, a small town called Bear River, um, oh. and uh, and and ended up running the back roads. Uh, logging roads really were unlimited. The forestry industry was pretty huge, and and I basically played hockey till um, till it became unaffordable. Um, and it, it it's you know hockey is an expensive sport, and um, sure. and I respected my parents' decision to 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 say hey we just can't do it anymore and and i started running and and running actually turned into my niche and and i loved it and and uh ended up um getting pretty darn fast and and going down to compete in ncaa at at dartmouth college in new hampshire um but but through running you know through running or through any sport you know i realized my dad dad stopped running and now that he's a tiny bit fat (laughs) i've seen your dad he he is not he is definitely not. <laughs> I still feel like I'm in pretty decent shape, but hey, I guess yeah. I'm not as, <laughs> as I was when I was 22. But um, <laughs> oh, when my dad was 30, he was in really good shape. So I, we, you know, we've got a little home gym set up, and and occasionally I jump on the treadmill, and and uh, you know, it's 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 challenging. It's hard to it's hard to balance work and extracurriculars with your kiddos. And, For sure. Uh, 
But um, but ultimately, you know, through any sport, you start realizing the time and effort and dedication it takes to put in. And, you know, looking back at it, you know, there's times where I'm like, I wish I would have done this when I was 12. I wish my coach would have told me to do this when I was 10. You know, I then there's certain things and it's like you, you can't look back at regret, but you can look back and say, OK, how would you restructure? How would you re-execute the plan to become excellent in athletics? Right. And absolutely. And so really with, with Roman, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying not to miss those opportunities. I'm not trying to look back and say, Oh, well, you know, the first phase to develop fast twitch muscles was seven to nine or to really exploit that development of quick speed. And he's 12 now and I missed it. You, you know what I mean? And, or, yeah. or we didn't do anything we didn't do any plyometrics or we didn't do any quick, you know, sprint bursts or anything to really try to promote that. And so I'm, I'm trying to do as much research as possible and, and trying to come up with the plan to, to make sure we don't have any of those look backs and say, Oh, well, I wish we would have did this. Right. So yeah, that's one thing I've learned through sport personally, you know, but, but I think, you know, I think right now for Roman, it's, it's, it's keeping things in perspective um, he's eight years old. He's playing with a lot of kids that just turned 10 cause he's playing U 10 hockey now. And, and mm-hmm. some of these kids are 10 or 11 years old. And, and, you know, my expectations in games have to be realistic because some of these kiddos are, you know, twice his size and, yeah. and thrice, just thrice, thrice <laughs> his size. Uh, but he, he's not, he's not intimidated by these bigger kids, which is fantastic, you know, and he'll get out there and he'll get gritty with them in the boards and, um, it's it's pretty fun to watch him skate. It's oh, it? I when I went to um this game this one game um uh I think he was against the Kenai and um I knocked this guy into the boards and his glove fell off. Had <laughs> a boy playing hard. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So how how do you how do you find the transition is? Uh, from the skill stuff and like from the training that everyone else sees to the games. I mean, I know we, we were able to watch you guys when you're, when you came over here and you guys were a little bit nervous playing in, in at that level because, you know, you didn't, you didn't know what it was going to be like coming from Alaska to, to Toronto, but you guys fared uh, very, very well. And I know you guys have been playing with the U10s this year. So how, how has that been going? The, like, what do you notice most um, from, like, the transfer of skills from off, the off-ice training and then the, the individual skill stuff to games? I think um, one, thing, one thing that we noted this year, you know, going from playing mites in the United States and the um, American development model is half-ice hockey. So coming into Toronto last year for that tournament was Roman's, you know, first real experience playing um, – playing full ice hockey so his his understanding of positional play wasn't really there because there's there's no real teaching of systems or or, or positional mm-hmm. play in the the u8 level of hockey here in, in in alaska or or in the united states for the most part um but this year i think what we've been seeing is is roman's understanding of where a winger's supposed to be you know just mm-hmm. just where he's supposed to be on the ice um and 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 how to actually play the game uh on a full ice sheet of of you know, in, in a, on a full ice experience. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I think what we've, what I've seen really is, um, is Roman's speed. He's, he's pretty darn quick on the ice. Um, mm-hmm. At this age, uh, kids are still kind of, you know, egocentric in the sense that there's not as much passing as maybe you would like to see in a game. Um, yeah. You know, kiddos are potentially skating with their heads down and they, they miss that, you know, that two second window to pass the puck. And, um, but, but ultimately, 
Roman's Roman's strength on the ice, his lower body strength allows him to go into the boards against kids that are, you know, 60 pounds heavier than him and huh. get pushed around. And I think that comes directly from some of that dry land training that we're doing, some of the plyometric training we're doing. I mean, his his quads are, are pretty developed. I mean, he's got quite a bit of lower <laughs> body strength. Um, and and ultimately, I think his, his edges and his skating ability allow him to – to use his body and to protect the puck against kids that have reach that, you know, that can ultimately outreach them because they're, you know, five foot two and he's four foot two, you know? Um, so I, I really think that the transition from doing the, the exercising to develop the lower leg strength, the skating to, to develop the edge work has really allowed him to compete at a U10 level and to compete pretty darn well. He's one of the, he's, it, he's arguably one of the fastest kids out there. Um, but still, Still, he's not yet at the point where I don't think cognitively he really understands what he can do on the ice in a mm. good situation. But, um, but honestly, I've been I've been really impressed with how he's been playing. Um, yeah, still, well, he's still so young he could, too. He could be doing even more, but I think it's just an age thing. I think you know when he's nine yeah. years old and when he's ten. I mean, he has two more years to play at a U ten level. Um, he's gonna be he's gonna be pretty lethal. Yeah, yeah. The good news is the fact that you're documenting all of this his games and his progress will do wonders in, in terms of showing him where his ability to do some more on the ice or in games lies. He'll be watching things back and saying, Oh, you know, I, I noticed I have more space here or I, I have an ability to pass here or shoot right. here. Um, I think watching it back will, will definitely do him wonders. Like I said, absolutely. No, for sure. And uh, you know, that's, that's all great stuff. And, and like the off ice training part, uh, you guys mentioned doing a lot of plyos, and and it's really interesting to hear you say, you know, it, you, know you picked up on the res on that research, and that's great. Like it's just awesome to s just see like how you're you're just really going at it like hundred percent. You're going all in on it. Um, you know, with with researching like the development uh, patterns, and you mentioned uh, you know one of the first windows to develop fast twitch muscle, muscle fibers uh, between seven and nine years old. Um, I remember when you guys came down to, uh, to Toronto, we had like my brother Dan was saying, we, uh, we had you guys in uh, with our trainer Dennis and he was talking to you guys about a few different things and you guys were already, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff, which was, which was great. And I remember Dennis was saying something about like, make, just make sure you guys do some backward stuff. Cause you know, we were, we were in that point and I, I've been, keeping tabs on on your on your account and like all the stuff you've been doing and i've noticed uh, a significantly more or a significant amount of um, backward stuff so that it's kudos to you guys for doing that stuff and then uh you know obviously the the off ice stuff uh with the the fast switch uh fibers so, like what kind of stuff will you guys be doing uh at this point um you know just going back on that visit with you guys in toronto with dennis Lindsay. Um, one thing that, that I really took home from that and, and really, really appreciated you guys setting that up for us. Um, that was probably one of the highlights of our trip and one of the greatest take-homes we had. Um, you know, Dennis, when he, when he approached Roman and he approached me, he was basically like, yeah, I've, I've seen what he can do well. <laughs> I've seen him do, you know, flo forward single leg hops and double leg max, and I've seen him do well. He goes, I want to see what he's not doing well. I wanna, I'm going to put him through some stuff that I haven't seen him do before and see how well he does it. And, and, and really to, to, to 
to identify his deficiencies and identify where his balance was off and to, to identify his weak side, that was so critical. Um, and that was, that was a huge take home. So when, when we got back, you know, that was basically my, one of my paths forward was to, okay, yeah, you can, you can do all this great on your right side, but you're not as strong on your left. So let's really focus on your left side. And, and, and there's been days where Roman will, you know, just ex exclaim, Hey dad, my weak side's not my weak side anymore. All excited, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, some of the stuff going back, I think to the direct question on to, to what we do to develop the speed. Um, it's, it's really short bursts. Um, and it's, it's a lot of strength work, you know, we'll do, we'll do something as simple as, you know, the weight bench in our bedroom, we'll just do step ups on it, you know, and then we'll do, we'll do quick jumps where we do um, on the ice, we'll be, you know, just maybe 10 meters apart from each other. And I'll be holding a hockey stick and, and I'll let the hockey stick go and he'll have to skate and try to catch it before it falls down on the ice, you know, just like a fun game like that. Um, dry land stuff, you know, a lot of it is, is jumping exercises and, mm -hmm single leg jumps and we got the speed ladder now. So he does some of the speed ladder stuff. And, and I think, you know, to, to, to have an eight year old kind of understand when you're doing a certain exercise that you have to engage the core and actually having that eight year old comprehend that and engage the core when they're doing a speed ladder drill, is pretty impressive. <laughs> I know <laughs> I wasn't doing anything like this when I was a kid. Like there was, there was nothing like this that I was doing as a kid. And, and I think, um, and it's not like it's 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 rigorous training, but it's also games and fun, right? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, I had somebody actually on Instagram today ask me, you know, his kid's three years old. What does he recommend doing with him on the ice? And I said, you know, it it really depends on your kid, because you know, Roman and I, when we first got on the ice, we would pretend we were sitting in a canoe and we would paddle down the blue line like it was a river, and we would use our sticks like a paddle, you know, and it just. <laughs> It was basically anything to get his mind off of the difficulty of skating and get him engaged in having fun and, and really just get into character. He used to skate around like Eva from the cartoon Wally. And, and you know, we, <laughs> everything we did was to was to kind of distract him from the difficulty and engage him in actual skating. And um, we'll do that even to this day with dryland stuff. You know, they'll they'll run and I'll be standing at the end of the line and, and they'll have to jump and try to give me a high five. So at the end, it's just, you know, it's just something a little different. It's not like they're not training like adults. I mean, they're mm -hmm. similar to adults, but the, I think the mindset, at least at that point, they're still, it's, it's, it's a game. It's fun. And really I hope it stays a game and I hope it stays fun. Even when he's 18, 19, 20, 28 years old, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I think that's, I, got to be honest i think that's one of the main reasons i'm still playing today is because it's still fun and when i was growing up you know i had i had an opportunity to to play hockey because of my parents but you know much before i started playing organized hockey i was just literally playing outside with my friends or playing outside with you know, back in the day, we had a guy come and deliver fruit or a guy come and deliver eggs to, to our house. And they knew that every time they would stop in, I'd be in the garage shooting uh, at the net. So they would stop and play with me for a few minutes. And just all those interactions with people and, and the positive association I had with, with playing hockey. You know, my dad never pushed me to say, hey, I'm going to, you know, you're going to play hockey, you're going to play hockey. But he facilitated the right. the good feelings towards it and 
uh, I'm tremendously grateful for that because it allowed me to love the game. And when I loved the game, I was going to do absolutely anything I could to get better at it. And then, you know, fortunate for me, uh, he was smart enough to know what I needed and what I didn't need. And, you know, obviously there, there's going to be things that, you know, we're going to miss along the way, but that's okay because my, my love of the game that was built way before I was 18 and way before I was 28 um, allowed me to make up for those, those small things that maybe I missed. And it allowed me to make those up a little bit later on. And truthfully, it's, it's probably the single biggest reason why I'm still playing today. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm tremendously grateful to my dad for that, for sure. Dan, do you have anything uh, on that to add about that or? I mean, you know what? I was kind of like, like Nadia in a sense where, you know, Mike was, was up and, and he was, you know, getting the attention at first and I kind of had to wait in the, in the wings as they say, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, bide my time. Uh, but it definitely gave me a chance to, to learn and to grow and, and, you know, having, having Mike play with, with so many talented players along his journey, you know, gave me a, a, a firsthand look at these, at these players and what they were doing that was making them, you know, successful. And I worked to emulate that in my games. And so when, you know, my coaches, when I was nine or 10, when I would try something that I saw one of my brother's teammates do in a, you know, a triple A game or a junior A game, they would, they would look at me like, like I had four heads and they'd say, you know, where, where did you learn that? Or, you know, where are you, uh, where are you getting taught this kind of stuff? And I'd say, you know, I'm watching my brother do things and, and watching his teammates, you know, try these things and watching games and watching, you know, the NHL players do what they do and, and bringing that to the forefront, you know, and unfortunately for us, we never really had a, a chance to, uh, to watch ourselves back per se in terms of footage from a young age. But you know, I, I really enjoyed the, the process of watching the best of the best and working to incorporate some of their moves or some of their habits into my own game. So, And, I mean, I'm still, you know, to this day doing the exact same thing. And, and you know, hockey has always been a very fun venture for myself. Um, I'm sure you guys can all speak, you know, the same way about the sport. It's taught me so much about you know, self-discipline and just learning that things in order to be really successful have to be at the root of them all. They have to be fun and they have to be something that you enjoy doing or else, you know, what the heck is the purpose of pursuing it? If it's not going to make you, you know, excited to get up in the morning or want to make you be the best version of yourself you possibly can be. I think that, uh, you know, you guys are definitely doing a great job with Roman and Nadia and, and, you know, you guys are, you know, definitely establishing a very good plan for their development. So, I, uh, you know, kudos to you guys, and I'm glad to see that you guys are doing things right. And I hope that it it keeps going the same way. I really really appreciate that. It's uh, it's definitely been um, I don't want to say a dream come true, but I remember I remember thinking I would love to at least be able to skate with Roman once a month on a, on a private sheet of ice, and and the fact that you know, that's amazing. As much as we're able to, it's just been it's been phenomenal, and uh, and his 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 love for the sport is i mean i kind of almost lost for words you know he just he just absolutely loves doing it like we were on the ice yesterday for almost five hours 
You know, we, <laughs> we had a game in the morning. We came home and and we played around on our front yard rink for a while, and then we had um, some friends call us and say they were meeting up on uh, the military base here to to skate on an outdoor rink, and we went over there and. There were probably like 15, 15 kids out there, and then and then it ended with a pizza party. I mean, that's that's what it's all about, you know. These kids just yeah. having an absolute blast, and you know, the funny thing is, I I had to basically drag Roman off the ice. I took his skates <laughs> off for him in the warming shack. He had his winter boots on. He grabs his hockey stick and he's out there running around with his winter boots and his hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, we got to go eat, you know. Um, so it's it's just it's just awesome how much he really does enjoy enjoy the sport. I love it's it. just it's just the the single most important thing is uh, at that age is having the kids have fun because you're building up that positive association uh, with the sport and it could be just about anything truthfully but it, it, the fact that it's it's hockey um, makes it uh, relevant and contextual for what we're trying to do and what and it puts us together here now in this uh, particular conversation but. Um, it could be just about anything, you know, when you really, really love something, um, you, as a parent, you want to make sure that you are facilitating ways for it to happen more and more and more. And I think you've been doing a great job. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to see more, um, of that for sure. Uh, since we've been, uh, one more question here before, uh, we do our little wrap up, but, uh, since we, we've gotten to know each other a little bit more and, and it happened through Instagram. Um, why don't you just uh, maybe just describe like, you know, a couple, uh, maybe like a one or two interactions that, that you've made that maybe wouldn't have happened otherwise, or something that's been pretty cool about the whole Instagram uh, thing. And, and like, what, what are some of the most memorable parts of it or some of the most exciting parts for you and for Roman? Wow. That's a, that's, that's pretty, that's a pretty, uh, I would say difficult question to come up with off the top of our heads. Cause there's been so many, to be honest with you. Um, I would say, you know, in the beginning stages, one of the most impacting for us was, was actually um, meeting up with, with you guys. Cause I know um, meeting up with shifted hockey with, you know, Mike and Daniel, of course. And, um, because coming into Toronto is the first time for me, even growing up in Canada, it was the first time in that city. And, and you guys really took us under your wing. You invited us over to your training facility and, and allowed us to, to, to have an experience with, with yourselves as well as Dennis Lindsay, one of the, one of the top trainers in Canada. And, um, and then even came over to some of Roman's games to really kind of make us feel at home in a, in a foreign environment and in something relatively new for both of us. So, you know, that never would have happened without the, the form of Instagram. And, and honestly, just even on, even on top of that, Roman never would have been asked to play for the pro hockey development team in, in Toronto mm -hmm. if it wasn't for viewing, you know, his, his abilities on Instagram. So, so you know, meeting individuals like you guys, um, like Pavel Barber, um, some mm -hmm. of the other folks that we've been, we've been interacting with, getting training tips and advice from folks, getting motivational tips and advice from folks, that has been critical. But then also the doors that are opening up for, you know, spring league hockey tournaments, you know, playing for teams from Montreal or from Niagara or from Chicago or, or British Columbia. There's been people asking, you know, Roman to play for these different teams. And, and honestly, you know, if, if I was independently wealthy and didn't have to work, I'd be like, sure, we're <laughs> playing them all, you know. Um, but really, yeah. you know, we're looking at potentially doing two things this summer. That's, you know, vacation time. That's all it'll allow for me and, and for, you know, time away from work and honestly not wanting to, to burn the little guy out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 
but then then some of the the larger platforms that Roman's been shown on has really you know opened doors for you know sponsorships and and ambassadorships and you know gaining you know getting some gear that we probably wouldn't have or or buy because you know I could make it out of two by fours and old hockey pucks you know <laughs> getting, the, getting the nice stuff from these folks because they would they just want Roman to give them a shout out you know the power of of social media right um mm-hmm. But the the larger platforms like some of the the recent you know uh, uh, what is it uh, Barstool Sports and you know yeah. ESPN and and you know I had a friend send me a text message yesterday and he's like hey you know he goes I'm I'm losing my mind I'm sitting here watching ESPN and they're showing a montage of Roman's Instagram clips and Barry Melrose is talking about him you know and <laughs> it's, it's just kind of weird you know because we don't have television so I'm I'm not seeing any of this so I think there's more stuff going on right now with Roman that I'm not even aware about. If he didn't text me, I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? So um, there's definitely been a lot of um, a lot of positive. I would definitely say more positive um, interactions and and outcomes from this social media uh, Instagram profile than than negative. I mean, the negative is 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 so insignificant and small. I I don't even consider it. So yeah, yeah. I think that it's happening because. You guys are being authentic on the platform. And I think that a lot of people get messed up when they're inauthentic or when they're asking uh, uh, too much too soon and, and they're not giving, right? Like you guys are just giving and giving and giving and people love that and they get that feeling, they get that sense. And honestly, we get that sense right now. Like, you know, we we asked if you would be able to join us on, on the podcast, you know, a long time ago and then we... You know, we were like, okay, we'll try to make it happen, try to make it happen. It just, it worked out that it would be now, but uh, you guys were always so gung-ho about doing it, and we really, really uh, appreciate that for sure. Um, but you guys are being truly authentic within the platform, and that that is what will get you guys uh, the most notice, and it will just bring about positive uh, emotion towards you guys and positive energy. And, and you know, I, I don't know if you feel it, but I'm sure you do. Uh, you know, all the people in the comments, uh, I, I go through and I read the comments and almost you know, maybe not all your posts, but quite a few of your posts, just because I want to see what people are saying, uh, because I'm just into that kind of stuff and like looking uh, what people are saying and, and like what these, you know, what videos will make people feel on a, on a emotional level, because, I'm, you know, I just like to do that kind of stuff and, and learn, but uh, you know, all so many of the comments are so positive towards Roman and towards you um, that it just, it it makes me feel better quite honestly, because I'm like, yeah, you know what? They're right. You know, I'm feeling this way too. And and someone else is feeling like that and someone else and someone else and someone else. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. This is, this is exactly what, you know, Instagram being created uh, is allowing for. And this is the kind of stuff that makes, you know, the world a better place uh, by you guys just being truly yourself. And then with the business development part, I mean, I, I don't know what, like, for like what's going on in, in your own, uh, in your own feed and, and, and DMs and all these people messaging you. But uh, I can just imagine uh, having learned what I, what I have, I can just imagine all the opportunities that are coming about and, you know, one one just piece of advice that I will give you guys is just to continue to be whoever you guys are, uh, authentically you guys, because you guys are tremendous people. And, you know, oh, and there's, you know, what gets lost in the shuffle is um, you 
uh, because everyone's looking at Roman, everyone's looking at Roman. And, and I think, you know, when people really, you know, break it down, I think that you, you're definitely uh, undervalued in this whole situation, because I, I think that you, you need to be, you know, uh, you put more on the forefront because I think you're doing a tremendous job of, of doing the right thing for your kid. And, and then you're facilitating good energy around the sport and what he loves to do. So uh, kudos to you for that. Really appreciate that. That means a lot. Appreciate so that. I'll just finish with, uh, I guess a couple of questions, Dan, you have any like rapid fire questions you want to ask them or just like, real quick? Um, yeah, I guess for, uh, you know, both of you guys for Roman and Owen, um, you know, favorite teams growing up and, uh, yeah, I guess favorite city, ideally that Roman, if you were ever able to get a, to get a job playing or coaching or anything in the national hockey league, you know, what, what city you would be in? Um, Pittsburgh. <laughs> nice. I like it. Well, I figured from the Jersey, but I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And, and, but, I'd rather I'd rather be in Canada. Ooh, okay. Ooh, Ooh. interesting. Right. Shout out to Canada, right there. Shout out to Canada. Yeah. Well, you guys are dual citizens, correct? Yes, we are. Yeah, we have. Uh... Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Because your your parents live in uh, in Canada still. Yeah, my uh, my uh, my parents are in Nova Scotia. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Awesome, nice. awesome. And who's your who's your favorite player? Sidney Crosby. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty tough to go against that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really really tough. I mean, I was fortunate enough to play against him one time, and uh, quite honestly, I'm I'm just like in shock that they paid me to watch this guy play hockey because this guy was <laughs> so he was so on another level. Uh, like everyone everyone knows that he's like I think he's in the top five players of all time already, but. Everyone knows he's on another level, but then when you see it up close and then you you feel it, you know, going against him, like it's it's incredible to see how good he actually is and how hard he really does work. And a lot of those guys in the NHL that that are there, uh, you know, as full time regulars, like it's it's hard to get there, and it's nothing is guaranteed. Like it, the road to get there is tremendously hard, um, and. Uh, the, the constant hard, hard work that it takes to get there. Uh, it's about being consistent. It's about doing the right thing. And it's about making the most of your chance and then taking that chance and then doing something with it. So uh, to all you young kids out there, I mean, it's uh, it's about just continuing to love what you do and, you know, being really consistent and persistent about it. Uh, and you guys are definitely uh, – uh, tracking in the right direction. So, I mean, nothing is guaranteed, but uh, I know that if you continue to do uh, what you guys have been doing, good things will come for sure. Appreciate that, you know, and it's it's about loving the process, right? Absolutely. It absolutely, absolutely. is. Well, uh, do you guys have any questions for us? You know, I think uh, – I think we've just greatly appreciated all your, all your feedback and advice along the way. Um, Roman, do you have any questions, buddy? No. No questions? I think okay. the only thing Roman's thinking about right now is some pancakes and extra bacon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. We've, <laughs> take, we've taken too much of your time. Go get it. Sorry. 
Well, we really, we really, really appreciate you guys uh, joining our show. Um, the yes, listeners, yes, uh, they will love this episode uh, just because it's very authentic and, you know, it's, it just gives everyone the, uh, the opportunity to look back at themselves when they're listening to you and to Roman speak and it'll give them that, that good feeling of, of thinking back to, you know, what they did and, and seeing how, how hard you guys are working now. And it'll be great. So I really, really appreciate appreciate you guys joining the show. No, thank you so much for inviting us. It's definitely been uh, it's definitely been a great conversation. Absolutely, guys. So we'll uh, we'll love to have you guys back on the show uh, sometime in the near future. Um, but uh, if you need anything until then, you know where to find us. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much, guys. All right, thanks, guys. See you guys. Enjoy brunch. Yeah, have a good brunch. Take care, guys. Take care. Thanks to Owen and Roman for joining us today on the show. We're truly grateful that you guys were able to listen and hear their perspectives on being a kid and being a parent and what it's like to facilitate the opportunity for your kid to do what he or she loves to do and to be happy doing it. I think Owen is doing a tremendous job at allowing Roman to be in a place where he can feel safe and feel comfortable to be who he truly is. And it's showing with the results that he's getting in terms of the development and his personal development um, on a hockey skills basis, but also with respect to his attitude towards the game. Um, some of the answers that he gave uh, are typical kid fashion. They're very honest and they're very good, truthfully. Um, I know Owen has been doing uh, a lot of good, good things for Roman, so uh, it's easy for him to have those uh, interactions with other people because his dad's allowing for him to feel confident and giving him that uh, consistency that he needs to get to a place where he's feeling confident in himself. So we're grateful that they were able to join the show today. Um, if you don't know who they are, uh, you can follow them on Instagram at Roman James Marcotte. Uh, they post hockey videos uh, I think daily about or if not daily very often uh, they post about Roman's development and you know the 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 ability to see all that in hindsight is amazing um, it's kind of the way we look at things here because we wish we would have had these tools when we were younger um, so it's great to see that other people are taking advantage of this opportunity that we have as well. And, uh, we wish them nothing but success and happiness throughout their journey for sure. Uh, in terms of making it to professional hockey, it's a long road and they're just at the very, very beginning. So, um, what I would say is that, uh, they're just going to enjoy it more and more. Uh, so long as they continue to have
good, positive emotions toward the game. So um, we're very grateful that they were able to join us in the show today. Uh, if you liked today's show, uh, please share it with a friend or a hockey parent that could use this and benefit from it. Um, there's a lot of good mentions towards other good people uh, in Instagram uh, or, you know, who maybe don't have Instagram, but a lot of good people in their lives that are helping them make a difference. And we're grateful to them too because when these other people are making a difference in one kid's life or one parent's life, that means that the game of hockey and the culture of hockey is growing and we are all for that. And that's exactly what we want here at Shifted because we are products of hockey culture and we want to grow that culture and we know that it can only grow if we're all pulling in the same direction so please if you like this episode um, share it with a friend who you think would get a lot of benefit out of listening to it as well um, we were so happy to bring you guys this episode today so uh, thank you guys for listening. We're grateful to everyone who was able to join us for today's show. And we look forward to putting out more great content uh, for you guys. Um, it'll be hard to top this one because it's just such a great perspective for all hockey parents and really good trip down memory lane for us. But uh, nevertheless, we'll continue to push forward and strive for, you know, continuing to give you guys the best we can. So. Thank you guys for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time.